0: Hello, welcome to the Daily Cron for Wednesday, April 17th, 2019. I'm Stephen Tolton. Let's talk about the Samsung Galaxy Fold, shall we? So this is a new phone device, maybe? I don't you know, combo phone tablet thing from Samsung that uh, reviewers have had their hands on for a little while now, and reviews have come out. And there's some interesting things about this device that have happened that, uh, you know, make me really think that this is not a fully baked product. It's more like a prototype, and you're paying for the privilege to uh, play around with it, which is fine. I I just, it's fine, but uh, uh, that's kind of the way I see it, though. But let's talk about this for a little bit, because it is, uh, first and foremost, a foldable phone is an idea that I actually really love. Uh, It's an idea that I have been really infatuated with for a long time so if you remember the Battlestar Galactica TV show I think a lot of us watched that show there was a spinoff uh prequel series called Caprica Caprica I think and in that show they had literally what looked like a piece of paper they could fold and everything that was like their tablet computer cell phone device and I thought that was the coolest thing ever I was like that is the uh that is what I want I mean, maybe without the creases in it from folding it somehow, but but I thought that is what I want, you know, you know, a device you can fold up into, you know, whatever shape you need it to, you can unfold it and to get a bigger screen, You it's light, uh, so you, you can't drop it and break it because it's basically like a piece of paper, you know, you can, you know, it probably be somewhat cheap to make, whatever, and you can put it in your pocket, you can put it in a folder, whatever you want. I was like, that seems like a really great idea for a phone. Or a tablet, like computing device. I always thought that was great. And so when I started seeing these prototypes, uh, these uh, designs for foldable phones popping up, I said, "Oh, that's really cool. We're finally getting into building these foldable phones, or like, or starting to design them." <clears throat> and you uh, know, I was looking forward to seeing some of these things. And so the the Samsung Galaxy Fold comes out, and I got to say, I am, I am impressed that they're trying anything that they were that they were able to put something together this quickly and you know put something out but the actual implementation for this is not it's not good I mean I have to say as as most as much as I can have an opinion about a device that I haven't put my hands on So, you know, uh, and I will eventually hopefully play with it, but I'm basing this on video reviews I've seen, photos, uh, descriptions, but a lot of the video reviews, because they've been, you know, uh, and their descriptions by the reviewers, I'm going to say that it's not a well-designed device, you know, or maybe it's more fair to say that the trade-offs that were necessary to make this thing a foldable phone, you know, to be able to be released in 2019 were more then i would be willing to trade off to like there were more sacrifices made just to get that foldability than i think any kind of increased functionality you're buying from it for it you know <clears throat> that's why i think it's more of a prototype than a product a product is something that in my mind you have made conscious trade offs for you understand limitations in the technology but you're also you're creating something that can be made at large scale it can be sold to everyday consumers that is going to provide value that is uh, ideally greater than, or you, at least in your mind, you think it's a greater value than the things you're trading off. So <clears throat> what comes to mind is the original iPhone. The original iPhone, to me, was a product. Compared to the modern iPhone of today, it is a joke, right? I mean, it's in terms of capabilities. But when it came out, while it had a lot of trade-offs, had a lot of limitations because of the technology of the day had advantages that nothing else could provide at the time. So if you were a consumer and you wanted to buy it, you understood what those trade-offs were, and you could and if you were willing to make them for what you were you were getting from it, then all great. And the the other thing about the original iPhone is that it, it was <clears throat> it was clearly a product. Like it was a very polished device. And it had uh, it was made at, you know, to, at larger scale. You could, you know, buy in, in the store it had you know and it it was it, it was obviously something that had been developed for a long time the samsung galaxy fold looks like something that they came up with like last year and they wanted to put together with whatever existing components they had you know because it really does to me look like two galaxy phones stuck together with a, a plastic screen <clears throat> you know i know that's that's oversimplifying it but you know it does look like that so i think it's it's Because of limitation technology, it's super thick, especially when closed, and its outer screen is very small. So if you're used to any kind of screen larger than an iPhone SE screen, then when it's in its phone form, it's going to be a real regression for you. It's usable, yes, but I don't think anyone, I don't think most users in 2019 want a phone that both has a tiny screen and is also ginormously thick and tall. You know, it's weird. It's a it, you know, just look at pictures of it folded up. <clears throat> it's very much thicker than anything else like we've had for I think thicker than probably anything we've ever really had as a big as a main product. Uh so that's like a trade-off. Now, is that a good trade-off though? I don't know. I mean, you've reduced pocketability, although I have seen some reviewers claim that you know, they don't they don't feel the difference of it, but come on. <laughs> like it's like having two cell phones in your pocket. You don't feel the difference. Maybe your pants are very large, but uh <laughs> you know, maybe your pockets are big. I think that's a a thing with, with um, this is like a little bit of a tangent, but pocketability of phones, I believe, is often uh, downplayed by reviewers. And I don't think that's quite appropriate, because there's like half the population that tends to be a smaller and have clothing that, for whatever reason, does not have very big pockets or any pockets at all. So pocketability is actually a kind of important thing. And so... While if you're someone who's interested in a device, like here, here's the thing, <clears throat> if you have a folding phone, why do you want a folding phone? You want a folding phone because you want to be able to use it as a compact phone that's like, I, you know, small enough for you to use comfortably as a phone when you're a phone situation, and you want to be able to open it up to get that big, beautiful screen for situations where you want a big, beautiful screen so you don't have to have two devices. <clears throat> that's a great idea. That's a, that's a great need. But uh, what are you buying for this? If you have a phone that is like, gives you that tiny little screen, but the actual device is big, thick, and tall, so it's not exactly, doesn't exactly look super comfortable to use one-handed, and you know, a lot of the reviews kind of indicate this. It's it's, like, it's usable, but it's not great, because that screen's small, and it's kind of awkwardly tall, and you're not really buying a lot of pocketability then, because you've increased its thickness so much. You might have been better off with like a you know, smaller phone device and a thin tablet or something. <clears throat> okay, but what about when are you it up into a tablet size? Well, it's not exactly a huge tablet either. Um, it's bigger than a phone, but it's like having two phones next to each other. It's like, okay, that's more usable space than before. I can definitely see uh, times where that is, is great, but is that enough? Are you, like, how, when are you using the tablet form factor? I definitely see uses for that in um, medicine and like a lot of industries where that might be a really useful use case, where uh, I think an iPad mini refresh, for instance, is going to sell really well in medical uh, areas because of the need for a tablet about that size, something you can put in your, your, your coat pocket and be able to use effectively. But in this case... We have something that's smaller, I think, than an iPad Mini, and certainly doesn't have the same ecosystem, or everything. <clears throat> and it has, it seems to have a durability problem. So you're buying a device that that presumably doesn't is not so good for pockets. It's it's definitely a downgrade as a phone compared to basically anything you could buy. And then when you open it up as a tablet, it's like a, at best a very mediocre tablet. It's a little on the small side. It has a screen with a crease down the middle. And then, while not obvious all the time, was really obvious in all the photos and all of the video I saw of actual reviews. Uh, I think some of the reviewers might be downplaying how annoying the the crease is to them. I kind of got the impression. That could just be me reading into it. But there's a crease down the middle, and it's not that huge of a screen, and it's it's still running, you know, not-so-great software. (laughs) You know, and it's it's like, okay, uh, great. But the average consumer, I don't think, has enough of a need for this type of device right now for it to be considered an effective product. Not at the not at the like the large scale. Maybe Samsung doesn't expect to sell a whole lot of these. I mean, I, they they probably don't because they're not stupid. But the, uh, the 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 it just feels like something that was designed with speed to market in mind and not good fit for the user base, <clears throat> you know, like when I imagine a really usable Gen 1 phone, foldable phone concept, this is not what I think of, you know? I I <clears throat> uh, I, I think of something that is, well, I mean, I don't know what I think of because no one's really made a good one yet. <laughs> That's like kind of my point. I feel like the whole the whole concept of the foldable phone is not in the it's not to the level of making a product yet. It's still at the level of like internal prototyping or very narrow markets. You know, like targeting like you know medicine maybe or something like that or or certain industries places where you can get uh, where you only have to make a few of them where you can sell them at a high price and you can uh get immediate feedback and you can replace have a a fast replacement cycle with them you know so uh but that's not what samsung's doing here they i saw an ad for this thing so i think they're trying to sell it to the average consumer which i would never ever recommend that Uh, but you know bully them for at least trying right i mean that's cool of course uh i I don't know, I, I wonder, is Apple going to get a bunch of flack because they don't have a foldable phone next year? Is the tech press going to be like, well, the new iPhone is is nice and all, but it's not foldable, <laughs> you know? But, like, just look at the, that Apple would never release something like the Galaxy Fold. Like, like this is, to me, the Galaxy Fold looks like something Apple would have as a prototype device, like, years before they released anything. But, you know, that's, that's just me. <laughs> This difference in philosophy between the two companies about uh you know what constitutes a product <laughs> that's worthy of release but the thing that really bugs me about this is is less about the fact that it's i think it's design compromises are too compromised for what you're getting in terms of the foldable screen because that is very much a subjective thing i mean maybe you do really you you, you and in the not me <laughs> maybe maybe there are a lot of people out there who think that that somewhat larger screen when you unfold it is worth all the compromises that are there right now but one thing that i think uh, i don't think anyone would be would find acceptable is what the apparent durability is of this thing right now so at first reviewers were like oh it seems like it's pretty durable the hinge seems strong and everything like that it has this nice strong magnets to hold together and but then i saw some reports where There seems to be a somewhat widespread problem of review units breaking after one day, two days of use. Like, that's crazy. And they're breaking in, like, different ways, but they're related to the screen. Uh, So, like, either debris or something poking in the screen and damaging it. Or what I found is the most hilarious uh, issue, (laughs) that multiple reviewers said they they accidentally broke their their device by trying to peel off the screen protector that you're not supposed to peel off. It's not removable but apparently it looks like it should be removed. (laughs) I mean, come on. That's, that's a, that's a pretty glaring uh, design flaw right there. Uh, but yeah, because you know, regular people, regular consumers are going to try to peel that off. If the tech reviewers who go through however many dozens of these devices every year, uh, and you know, if they were mistakenly thought that you have to peel this thing off, like the average consumer is going to, I mean, if if Marcus Brownlee peeled his off too and broke the screen, he is like one. Of, he's probably one of the best of like the best, you know, or one of the most popular tech reviewers on YouTube. He knows his stuff, especially when it comes to phones. Uh, so yeah, and and phones and like screen protectors and stuff like that. So yeah, if he even did that. I I have no hope. I I feel like. Uh, If this gets widely purchased, then and it's this isn't like modified or something, I feel like there's just gonna be all (laughs) all kinds of support issues, which is not good, not good. Uh, it just it's supposed to ship in like a week or so, and it's like almost two thousand dollars, and I don't know, I don't know. I mean, um, on daring fireball, uh, John Gruber doesn't think it's actually gonna happen. He doesn't think it's actually gonna ship. I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know if I agree that it's not going to ship. I I could see Samsung going either way with this. Before they had the reliability issues come up with the reviewers here with the screen breaking and then peeling peeling it back, I could see them releasing it regardless of whether or not uh, it seemed more like a prototype than a product. Because, you know, why not? They're probably not making too many of them. But now that they have this reliability issue, I don't know. I <laughs> I think maybe they'll have to go back to the drawing board, and if they do, that just kind of proves my case entirely that it's like a prototype and not a product. Yeah, of course, it does beg the question of what a product is, and I, as I said, I think it's just uh, a product is a little tricky thing to define because it, it comes down to the trade offs you're making and what cons- what's considered like a minimally viable product for you to release to the general public or whoever your target is. And when you talk to cell phones, you're talking about like everybody you know, you're talking about like a large population, even if you're saying the price really high, you're still talking about a pretty large population of people that would want to, they would potentially want to buy this thing. And, you know, and that would be regular people. And I don't know, it's just, it never, this thing has never really struck me as a particularly well-designed device. Uh, I think it's just, uh, and I I think it's primarily because the technical, the technical limitations are just too profound right now. It needs a little bit more time to bake before they release something. But, you know, you know, at least Samsung's trying, I guess. I mean, the thing about Samsung is uh, I've never liked them. I've always thought the company lacked taste for the most part. Uh, they used to just be blatantly copying Apple. But over the years, they have developed their own... Product line, their own aesthetics, and their own design choices and trade offs. So, they have uh, phones that I know people particularly like. They like them a lot. Like, they like, they like the Galaxy Note. a friend of mine who loves the Galaxy Note. Um, they have uh, the, and then like the regular Galaxy phones are very popular, the Android side of things. So, they really evolved a lot from the early days when, you know, but uh, this just seems like a miss. I, I'm just going to call it now. I think this is a miss. I, I don't know any way to slice it if it gets released it put there's potentially going to be a whole bunch of support requests for people accidentally breaking the screen if it really does have a reliability problem and this isn't just some fluke like maybe all the reviewers got the same bad batch or something and if it isn't just a fluke then like yeah then it's just released too early and um that's a problem because <laughs> you only have one shot to make a good first impression and if your first attempt at a foldable phone is really bad in some fundamental ways, as this might seems like it may be. how much are, do you expect people to trust you on version two? I mean, I think that's why when the iPhone came out uh, it, it took so long from the, to release that thing because they were Apple was trying to get that ver- first minimal viable product, and that's what the iPhone was. The original iPhone was an MVP. Like we're completely honest, it was an MVP. It lacked a lot of features. It came only a year later, and two years later, a lot of software features weren't there. Uh, It had it was only on Edge first, like that. You know, its camera was terrible. It I don't think it had any video at first. The the screen was large for the time, but pretty tiny. Um, You know, but it was clearly it had clear advantages over anything else you could have at the time. And the things that they did polish. We're really polished, and I just don't see that on the, the this particular Galaxy Fold right now. So, I won't be buying one, but I will hopefully play with one at some point. If you do have one of these, if you're like, you know, if one of my 12 listeners actually is like a tech reviewer that lit, <laughs> that has one of these things, uh, lo- lo- point me towards your review, because I'd love to know what you think. Uh, Samsung. You can always count on samsung to make like absurd products or like half-baked products it's, i almost feel bad um for like pounding on them because it's it, it it's a good attempt it's a good attempt but what i what i'm not going to say though is that i'm going to agree with i'm going to agree with this um quote that um patrick thornton um said back in february and it's linked to from Daring Fireball where he said that some people are calling us ambitious. Uh, this is a quote. Quote, some people are calling this ambitious. That's only something that someone who has never built products would say. The correct term for the Galaxy Fold is prototype, end quote. Wholeheartedly agree, based on what I've seen of the reviews so far and of, you know, the official information about it. This feels like a prototype, and that's okay. If you want to buy it, I just think it's important to acknowledge that. And uh, if you want to spend two thousand dollars, assuming it actually comes out in a week, <laughs> go for it. More power to you. Uh, I don't have two thousand dollars to spend on a prototype from Samsung that looks like it might break after a day or two. But that's just me. I think I'll wait for a version like three. I'm gonna treat. I'm gonna treat these foldable phones like I used to treat Windows operating systems. It's <laughs> like it's like wait for like a few versions out uh you know until until it works okay to like the third patch release or something uh and then then you you can buy into it uh okay that's enough babbling for me that's it for this wednesday uh you can find my contact information my social media links etc at com, and i'll talk to you next time